Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. himself can't be tempted by evil, and he does not tempt others with evil. However, he recognizes that we broken, imperfect, flawed, sinful human beings are going to be tempted. It's just part of the scenario in this evil world. We who have been corrupted, we are by nature children of wrath. In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that the Lord is incapable of giving in to temptation. Now, this doesn't mean that Jesus was not fully man when he came to earth. Christ was fully man. Pastor Robert will also remind you that God does not use temptation to tempt other people. You are not tempted by God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 4 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. joked about it with you guys, but not really joking, I I guess. The fact that one of the things I look forward to the most about heaven is no more temptation, you know, no longer being tempted by anything and just reaching a point where I'm no longer my own worst enemy, you know, where where daily self-crucifixion is no longer necessary, you know, when my selfishness is not continually trying to dominate and control my, my choices. But the Bible tells us that even temptation serves a purpose in our lives while we wait on the Lord Jesus to return and set us free from it. In James chapter 1, verse 12, the Bible tells us, blessed is the man who endures temptation. For when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. And 1 Corinthians 15, 50 says, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. 
For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible is put on incorruption and this mortal is put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. See, we're promised victory over sin and death, which implies eventual freedom from temptation as well. But meanwhile, James says that we are blessed when we endure temptation. Now, we'll be going through the sermons on the mount, um, you know, as we, as we get into Matthew 5, 6, and 7, and, you know, the, the largest presentation there. And, and we'll see that, that word bless, that same word over and over and over. And one of my favorite teachers, teachings of all time, I've told you about it before, a man named Alan Williams, when I was in Youth with a Mission, um, some 30 years ago, did a week of teaching on this. It was, I forget, something like between 16 and 20 hours. But over and over and over, he talked to us about how the Greek word that's translated blessed literally means, oh, how happy. And it's just, a, you know, there's so much depth that I can't wait to, to dig into it with you guys. But, but basically what the Bible says, what James says here is, oh, how happy is the man who endures temptation. Because. And it's, it's an interesting thing to contemplate. Oh, how happy when we successfully fight against allowing our natural, you know, natural human desires to dominate us. When, when, when we resist the urges that were never meant to govern us. You know, it's not that the desires themselves are sin, but when we allow those desires to own us and control us, that's sin. And James also points out here, important theological concept, that God does not tempt us. God himself can't be tempted by evil, and he does not tempt others with evil. However, he recognizes that we broken, imperfect, flawed, sinful human beings are going to be tempted. It's just part of the scenario in this evil world. We who have been corrupted, we are by nature children of wrath, the human race, until he steps into that and recreates us on the inside, transforms us. Knowing that we are going to be tempted, he utilizes the process of our temptation. He utilizes the fight against temptation to affect his purposes in our lives, to grow our character, to deepen us, to, to deepen our understanding, to, to deepen our, our faith and our, our walk with him, you know, as we learn to appropriate God's grace and resist our desires, resist temptation, we learn more and more how to rely on his spirit for the strength and the wisdom and the guidance that he's eager to give. And that brings me to the text that we're focusing on today. Matthew chapter four, verse one begins by saying, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Now, this is, and I'm going to talk more about this in a minute, but this is a passage that has confused people because they're like, wait a minute, this is, you know, this is like a mind blower kind of a text. God doesn't tempt people. 
Jesus in the model prayer told us to pray against being led into temptation. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. And now the Bible says he was led into temptation. What's up with that? Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Well, see, here's the thing. We need to pray against temptation and pray against being led into that kind of place of testing and, and trying. But Jesus needed to be led into that place. Why? Hebrews chapter two, verse 14 gives us an explanation. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Let me read that again, it's so important. This is critically important verse of scripture. In that he himself, in that Jesus himself has suffered being tempted, does that sound like he wasn't really tempted? It was an illusion? No, he suffered being tempted. How many have suffered from temptation? It's like, it's not just a little tempted. No, I, it's like an affliction. He suffered being tempted in that he himself has suffered being tempted. He is able to help those who are tempted. We could spend a long time talking about this. I'm not going to, but it, it, it takes a minute to wrap your mind around the, the, the fact that Almighty God had never, ever experienced any of our human desires. Now, he gave us these appetites. You know, it's like the theoretical knowledge, if you will. He's all-knowing, but experiential knowledge. He had never experienced physical thirst until Jesus experienced physical thirst. He had never been tempted, can't be tempted. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.